0: Com, I work the number for him.com and now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I work for him podcast.
1: I'm your guest host Todd Hopkins filling in for Jim Brangenberg. Check out the I work for website. And while you're out there, please prayerfully consider joining the I work for him nation. Start praying for those co-workers. And employees by name. Every day here at I Work For Him, we're going to take a different approach to looking at the way you and I think about our faith at work. And today we're talking about young professionals in the Christian marketplace. And we have joining us Edwin Epperson, Jay Ayers, Nathan Stout, and Jeremy Cloter. So guys, welcome to I Work For Him.
2: Great to be here. Thanks, Thanks for having us.
1: Oh, it's awesome to have you guys here, man. There are some great things happening in this area with uh, young Christian business professionals. So uh, let's just jump right in. Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Uh, so tell us, uh, Nathan, what it is that you do and and really how you work for Christ in the marketplace.
2: Well, thank you for having me on today, Todd. It's an honor to be here and, and obviously an honor to serve the Lord uh, with, with everyone. Um, I work for uh, Synovus Bank in a division of Synovus Securities, and God's really blessed me and put me in a really nice position where uh, me and two other partners, we run, run the west coast of Florida. We've got about 22 offices that we oversee, so I'm a, my exact title is a financial consultant, so I help people with their, with their investments, retirement planning, and uh, things of that nature. And, you know, one of the things that I always do every single day when I go into to the uh, to the workplace. I mean, overseeing all those offices. I meet with a lot of different uh, employees of the bank, and just try to be a, come in the form of a servant leader, finding out where they're at, and sometimes just listening and finding out what's maybe something's bothering them in their life, or maybe try to just be that positive uh, positive person yeah. for them, and um, you know, bring a little light and and hopefully you know, open the door to you know, share the message of Christ. Yeah. How do people respond to that? I mean, you're in the workplace and if you start just trying to, uh,
1: did they open the door sometime for you to just maybe share your faith a little bit?
2: You know, they really do. And what I found is that, you know, a lot, most people are Christians in the workplace. Maybe they're not as, uh, you know, Adamant about it or outspoken about it, but a lot of people are and uh, they're really receptive to it. So when you can, you know, find out, maybe they're going through something challenging. Uh, recently, a really close friend, uh, uh, old co worker from a previous organization, her husband passed away and mm. uh, just wanted to be there for her and, um, you know, be there and let her know that we're praying for her, let her know that, you know, she doesn't have to do this by herself. And so, uh, married for over 40 years, I mean, now she's, you know, she's going through a tough transition in yeah, her life. Sure. and you want to be that friend and be that um, person to help her carry the load and you know, just taking them out to dinner and doing something basic. It's not always, you know, reading 20 scriptures or, or, or going over the top, but just being there and uh, and, and being that uh, that bridge for them. Sure. So, yeah, well, you know, when you claim to be a Christian in the marketplace
1: and walk in your faith and then someone there at work is going through a trial, uh, they probably somewhat expect that you might step up and Try to provide some degree of comfort or something like that.
2: I, and I think they do, and I think it goes a long way when you when you when you live up to that role. And um, it, it it definitely does. It makes a makes a big difference and a big impact. And and to do it over and over, it just you know it adds up over time. And and I think it brings a like I said a positive message into the into the workplace.
1: Yeah, cool. So today we're we're talking about the uh, uh, CBMC Christian Businessmen's Connection. Young professionals. Now these are guys. We had to put an age on it. Uh, I tried to. I tried to like keep raising it up so that maybe I could be a young professional. But we end up settling on the age 40, 40 and under. And and man, that's a robust group of guys here, especially in the Tampa Bay area. But really, all around the country and around the world, uh, young professionals. They're just hungry uh, to one get connected. So Nathan, how did you uh, how did you learn about CBMC and and uh, what's
2: that group that the young professional group here meant to you? Uh, the young professional group for me, CBMC has been uh, it's been life changing. It's been phenomenal. Um, you know, and not only that, but just career changing. It's helped me. Um, uh, it's helped God come into my career and really change um, uh, the trajectory of my career. And maybe where I was stagnant at one place in my career, now it's, you know, by being around other believers and getting advice. Um, but I, I came to uh, to uh, know CBMC uh, through another uh, young professional member. Um, we were in a, uh, another networking group together. And right at the end of his session, he asked me, he said, hey, would you like to be involved in this young professional group? It's uh, it's for young believers in the in the marketplace. And uh, and he began to tell me about you and about the mentorship program that's being offered. And I said, yeah, I'd love to be in that because I think where I was at at that time, I guess we're going into our third year uh, or going into my third year membership. But two and a half years ago when I was in uh, before I was in it. Uh, I just it felt like I was on an island by myself I didn't really feel like there were other believers that believed the same way that I did and really anyone I could express my problems with in a confidential environment or, mm-hmm. or the challenges that i have or even career decisions that I wanted to make and uh, and a lot of times you can't do that in your your current workplace sure. just for certain reasons and uh, but to have that you know that specific group that we uh, we do life together i mean go to the golf course i mean we uh, do business deals together help each other out um, Um, but uh, specifically during the meeting, we have business teachings and um, uh, where we're able to, also we have a round table session, which I really like, where we're able to share, you know, in confidence, I mean things that are, are that you wouldn't share with anybody in your in your regular job. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely been a, a a great experience for me. And uh, like I said, I wouldn't be in, going into my third year, and I plan on staying in as long as they have it. Good, good. Well, I tell you, you've been a great
1: contributor to that group, and and that's what's so cool is all these guys get together. And you, you take ten or eleven guys in a group, they all attend different churches. And they didn't know each other when they walked in the door the first time. And now these guys are walking through life together. Well, we've got another one of the uh, Edwin Epperson here in the studio with us. And uh, he, he actually is part of a, a, a different CBMC uh, Young Professionals group. So, Edwin, tell us a little bit about what you do and uh, how you learned
3: about CBMC YP. Excellent. Thank you very much, Todd. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. It's an honor to be here with uh, both Jeremy and Nathan as well. Well, um, so I, I am in the private equity space. I uh, have a private equity fund we just started up this past month, <clears throat> specifically geared towards real estate investing. Yeah. Um, and, and my path was not the typical path to get there. I served in the military for 13 and a half years, uh, exited out of the military in 2014, and I started to do private lending with some family and friends, guys that I had served with. And then that has developed and morphed over the past couple of years into me taking this uh, road into the private equity space. Where CBMC came into play was as I was exiting the military, I knew that surrounding myself with God-centered, God-focused young men who I could share in confidence, uh, decisions that were facing me or struggles that I was going through, uh, to be able to get that good, solid, Uh, Feedback from other men that were walking uh, with Christ as well. And so I started to search out. Uh, My wife and I lived up in the panhandle at the time. And then in 2016, we decided to move down to Tampa because of some opportunities, specifically this space. And when I came down here, I knew that I wanted to get plugged in number one to a church and then number two to a professional group such as CBMC. So I believe I had met Mark Graham uh, oh, yeah. and he recommended sure. me come to a uh, mayor's prayer breakfast and at the mayor Pray- prayers breakfast he introduced me to Dan Schock who is who is our leader for for my group and I just fell in love with the concept uh, being able to do life like you said with uh, other brothers in Christ that are in my age group.
1: That's awesome well certainly uh, those are uh, great guys Mark and Dan and and by the way, if you want more information on CBMC Young Professionals, just go to cbmcyp.com. There's there's a lot of information there. There's a place where you can uh, submit your your name and information and somebody will contact you. And so so Evelyn, man, I appreciate now. I'm interested. Evelyn, have you and Nathan ever met before? No, no first,
2: time. first time. First time in
1: the studio. So yeah. uh, you guys here in the uh, same city. There's there's 50 active young professionals in these peer groups five different peer groups and then of course there's probably at least another 50 who are just attending different events like the marketplace luncheons and things like that so um, i mean it's great to get you guys together Uh, so tell me um, uh, edwin what what's been your like your favorite thing about the the yp group what's your favorite part of that that whole thing
3: one of the most powerful things about doing life together in a group like that where, as you said, it is behind closed doors, is the fact that you can bare your soul to other men that are going through or have been through similar situations in their life. And it goes beyond just the business. You know, when I first joined the group, it was like, oh, this is a business group. This is, you know, a group of men that I can, you know, hopefully contribute to, that I can glean information and wisdom and knowledge. But it was more on the business focus. Yeah. And as we started to get involved and realized that there's a lot of things as a young entrepreneur, as a a businessman that we struggle with, with our families, with our wives, Mm -hmm. life balance. Um, uh, dealing with internal issues, you know, uh, doubts, fears. And when you have a group of men that are all dealing with the same thing and you have a platform to where everyone can share openly, it's really powerful and it allows you to address a lot of things that otherwise might be hidden.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, I see the same thing. A lot of these guys join CBMC Young Professionals because they are interested in the business connection. They, They like the fact that everyone... Uh, there are believers and you've got that in common, but there's a little bit of a business motivation because there's some high level business teaching that's going on and sharing in these groups. But then the glue that seems to connect everybody after time is that walking on life, uh, walking uh, through life together and and sharing those situations, helping each other think through problems. You know, we have a a thing in, in the group that says, I'd like the group to help me think and pray through what to do about blank everybody shares their issue and then we pick an issue and and the group talks about it and asks clarifying questions uses gestalt language protocol i mean this is some powerful stuff so uh, the men in the group are growing so it's really interesting that uh you said you started kind of maybe for a little bit of a business motive but then uh fell in love with just the uh the personal side of it that that's awesome hey we've got another guest in the studio today jeremy cloter now jeremy uh uh, tell us uh, what you do and uh, how you know about CBMC and, and kind of what that's that's uh, doing for you. What are you getting out of it?
4: Yeah, thank, first of all, thank you, you guys, for having me. I'm uh, just super blessed to share my story and, and be involved. So, name's Jeremy Cloder. I uh, was in the Marine Corps for a little while and got out and started getting into the real estate space. So, I have a real estate investment brokerage. We mainly focus on real estate investing uh, for people, whether it's rental properties, fix and flips, things of that nature so just really excited to kind of be in that space allows me the flexibility of time and really to to get involved more with cbmc Uh, probably around three years before i got out i was overseas for most of those six years and so i was grew up in the church but was never like super involved and always was kind of looking for that environment where you know we the combination of business in a Christian environment. And I just kept thinking about it and thinking about it. I was like, man, I, would, I came across uh, Peter J. Daniels and it just kind of inspired me because he would always talk about, you know, Christian men and, and their duty, I guess you could say, in the business environment. And so as I got out, a friend of mine, Michael Mandarino, invited me to one of the uh, oh, yeah. ambassador and luncheons. And so I came and checked it out and heard it. And this is, I feel like this is my purpose um, as CBMC and kind of my. You know my calling. So in addition to the real estate thing that I do, I love just being involved with CBMC. And I, actually, I reached out to Dan recently just to see like how I could give give back more because I think it's so important. It was something I could never find, and I think it's it's something that's super needed in our community especially within just the way society is going and in the young professional space it's you know or just do things a little unconventionally and so having the team of guys to to be around and be involved with and share stories yeah i had been in small groups life groups and things like that but when you add that business component i think yeah. it's just super important and and thank you todd for all the content you give us i mean i'm sure you could charge thousands of dollars for what you do easy and you just uh, spend some time with us so yeah, just just thankful for the opportunity to be involved in CBMC, and I think this is is uh, where God wants me.
1: Yeah, well, you, you've got a really good group. The uh, and, and of course the the learning. I mean, you, there can be business teaching and planning and and learning that comes from that. But well, you can't plan for the learning that happens in those live roundtable sessions. And as as you guys start to just walk through life together and talk about issues. It's so valuable. So I'm curious. Uh, so you're in the real estate, and everyone, you're doing some real estate investments. And So you guys' paths ever cross out there? Yes. They yes, did? Yeah. Did you guys meet each other through CBMC, or do you know each other before?
4: No. So I think we, I think uh, Tampa Bay Real Estate Investing Association mm-hmm. is just an educational platform for real estate investors. And so okay. I, I got involved with that, and then I host two of the meetings, and, and I actually started Ran into Edwin first there, and I think it was actually a while before we realized like he was in CBMC. Oh, cool! And so it's kind of funny, um, and it was—it's been one of my prayers, like bring more people like in my space that are Christians, and so it's kind of been interesting to see how that develops. Yeah, and so yeah, what Edwin does um, is very comparable to to what we do. Um, it's a, its something that we don't do where we can. Um, collaborate on different things.
1: So when you when you start that conversation at when you're one of these events and you figure out you're both part of the uh, CBMC Young Professionals, you're just in different groups in the city. Uh, does it like kind of create a little more of an instant connection, or how, how how was that experience?
3: Absolutely, I would say that number one, you have that instant connection because somebody is they're being plugged into a group that is centered around Christ. Mm-hmm. So you automatically uh, you you make an assumption. Uh, and sometimes it is an assumption, and we know what assumptions do. Uh, but for the most part, you know that someone's in CBMC, so therefore, they there's probably going to be that bond, that connection that yeah, is in sure. Christ. So that immediately it begins. You know, that's a standard platform that you can begin any conversation from. But then it's it goes right into, hey, what group are you in? What what day of the month do you all meet? And then you sort of begin to talk about the other events that CBMC hosts. Throughout the year,
1: yeah, sure. Well, what's really awesome is wait till you guys start getting connected with young professionals all around the country, and and you start possibly even growing outside of the state and, and those areas with your business. I, I have that happen to me all the time. As I travel, I run into other people in other markets who are CBMC guys, and there's an instant connection. Uh, it's it's amazing because you we just have we know that foundationally we're we're in this marketplace. For the same reason, we want to honor God with our work as part of the CBMC mission, and we're developing that. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch you guys as you grow and you start getting connected, even outside of Tampa Bay and these other markets and and even worldwide. It really is. I mean, CBMC is robust in other countries like Ireland and South Korea, and, and we're becoming a global marketplace. So it's a lot of fun to have those connections. So let's uh, so Nate. Let's go back to you real quick. So now you and Jeremy are actually in the same group, right? Right. Right. So um, why don't one of you guys tell us a little bit about the format of uh, so so that group? And and actually, Nate, you're going to be a guest moderator uh, coming up. So you know, part of this uh, year three coming on year four experience, uh, our strategy is to begin to train and teach. Um, the uh, actual young professionals how to be a moderator and a leader. Cause what we found is, is there's no shortage of under 40 Christian businessmen that want to get connected and really make a difference in the marketplace. But there is somewhat of a shortage of leaders. Hmm. And so we're beginning the process of training our own guys to do that. And we've already seen, uh, one group, one guy in Edwin's old group or in your group actually stepped out and has started a, a new group. So it's multiplying. So, uh, tell me, uh, Oh, what it feels like as far as to be trained or you anticipate, Nathan, possibly leading a, a group of young professionals one day?
2: Yeah. And I think that's the goal of CBMC is to raise up all the people, all the young professionals that are in it now and to be able to expand this because it is a ministry and it, it is something that stretches your faith. And um, you know, to the pastors that are listening on the radio, if you've not heard of CBMC, I would encourage you to go online, take a look at it and find out how you can get young professionals in your church plugged into uh, CBMC. It, it's going to make them better church members. Yeah. Yep. And we talk about controversial topics uh, of, of all all of our tenets of faith down to tithing and being a good Christian, being a good citizen, um, being a good husband, being a good father. Yep. Um, but I, I think one thing that's really cool in our group is uh, every single month we come in, we have a once a month, three hour meeting, but we have a goal worksheet. So every single month we are measuring ourselves from the previous month and the previous year with our, uh, where are we at spiritually? How are we growing spiritually? What are we accomplishing? Um, how are we growing in our business and how are we growing in our personal lives. So every month there's an accountability process there. And when you share that with other successful business people, it makes you become more successful and holds everybody accountable. So it's a, it's a great experience. It's going to be fun, Nathan, to watch you grow through this because as always, the teacher ends up learning the
1: most. So it's going to be really cool to see how that works as you begin to uh, take on some leadership responsibilities there. We have been talking in the studio with uh, Edwin Epperson, Jeremy Cloter, and Nathan Stout. These guys are uh, young professionals. These are 40 years old and younger. That's how we qualify that. And we're talking about how they honor God in the workplace. And specifically, we're talking about the ministry that they're all part of, the CBMC, Christian Businessmen's Connection Ministry, uh, which they do all kinds of things, CBMC. They have the Marketplace Ambassador Luncheons here in the tampa bay area and really all over the united states in different markets there's the mayor's prayer breakfast many of you've probably heard of those often are sponsored by the cbmc group and then also they have young professionals where they really create some focused opportunity to connect these young christian businessmen together and we are talking with some of them in the studio today and it looks like we have a call in uh, from one of our guys um robert or robert pelini are you there on the phone Yes, sir. How's it going, Todd? Good, brother. Man, it's good to hear your voice. And so I'm, I'm curious here. I got to put you on the spot right from the beginning. So I, I knew you as Robert, but yet after a couple of years, you said the, your friends call you Bobby. So
5: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the old uh, childhood uh, tagline or tag that I had. Follow me, and I'm still Bobby at heart. But being a professional these days um, you know, I kind of go with, with either one.
1: Okay. All right. So, so do you want me to call you Robert here? We're we're live on radio. I just want to make sure I get this right. (laughs) Let's go with Robert. All right. So, so Robert is, and I got to tell you guys, uh, Robert is my realtor. uh, So why don't you just go ahead and tell us uh, what you do and, um, how you strive to live for Christ in the marketplace.
5: Well, I am a residential realtor in the uh, in North Pinellas area, and I'm with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we're in Clearwater. And basically, I've come to the conclusion over the last, you know, four or five years, that realtors are going to use two things to make decisions for their clients. They're going to use their brains. You know, they got to know the laws, know the rules, know things about contracts in the market. But the next thing they're going to use is their heart. And from a professional standpoint, what CBMC offers me above and beyond my deep-seated faith is those, those principles and values those biblical principles when it comes decision time and you're doing it for the right reasons you're doing it for the client and like we sometimes talk about in our meetings sometimes you just do it for God you just do the right thing and 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 the lens that I see all that through has so much to do with CBMC and you and everything I've learned
1: yeah man that that's awesome so so Robert uh It's been a pleasure to watch you. And you kind of come in and joined a group that was already existing and and kind of stepped in as a new guy. So I'm kind of curious, what was that like? So you've got a group of guys that have already been walking together. I forget now if they were together for a year or two years. And then then you come on the scene as a new guy. So how was that experience, fitting into an existing group?
5: Well, I've got two perspectives on that. You know, when I was younger – we tended to move a lot. So I was kind of the new guy a lot of times. Mm. And in, you know, in my youth, obviously it's definitely a lot more pressure. The kids are not quite as nice, <laughs> but the experience at CBMC with uh, my brothers, our brothers in that group, I felt like I had been there the whole time from day oh, wow. one. And uh, it's only grown uh, since then.
1: That's cool. So what, what's been like the, uh, like the, A part of CBM, what's the part that's meant the most to you and and even your family? Because you're married with kids. I mean, does the CBMC impact on you actually kind of
5: roll over a little bit to the, the family life? Oh, more, more so than even rolling over. It's it changed who I am as a person, uh, which has made me a better father, a better husband, a better realtor, a uh, better communicator, professional. Uh, it's enhanced my life and my own internal mindset and uh, emotional, um, from that emotional standpoint, it's done it all. It's just it's peace beyond belief.
1: That's cool. That's cool. Well, man, I tell you, uh, we certainly appreciate Appreciate you calling in. So I, I'm curious. I'm going to ask you a hard question here. Um, mm-hmm. Has there ever been a time? I mean, as a realtor, I, I I would assume there's there's probably some clients that you have that are that are hard to deal with, or they're, maybe they're super picky or uh, drive you crazy. Uh, I know you're you're uh, overly uh, customer focused, so this would never you would never say anything like this. But I'm just curious. Has there ever been a time when you've just had enough of a customer or a client, and you go God, I can't serve this client anymore, but I'm going to, I'll still serve you. In other words, I'm going to, I'm going to honor my word. I'm going to be the best I possibly can because first and foremost, my work commitment is to God and to represent God and Christ in the marketplace. So have you ever had a situation like that? And is there anything, you know, obviously you're not going to share any names, but any kind of scenario you can describe where you've experienced something like that?
5: Yeah, there was, and actually, I can only think of one, and it was years and years ago when I first started, and it was really just the perspective of the the seller, and you know, obviously, sometimes people just have their ways, but what I learned more than anything from CBMC and the biblical teachings is that in general, it's not about me. It's about them, and my job is not to do things my way or the way I want or the way that would make me more comfortable. And God brought that into my heart and into my mind. And to be honest, I haven't had—I love every single transaction I do, and I do quite a bit. In fact, I got was number one in both Berkshire Hathaway offices for East Lake and Countryside. You know, probably close to a couple hundred agents. Uh, just in the month of May. Mm. And, you know, I go home with a smile on my face and a ton of energy, and I'm happy to be there after a good, you know, 10, 12 hour shift. And it really is about serving others and not making it about myself. Yeah, And I've carried that over uh, ever since.
1: Well, you can certainly see that uh, working with you. My wife and I have really enjoyed just getting to know you and work with you. And then it's been a pleasure to have you as part of this uh, Christian businessmen's group too. You're a great contributor and Hey, I'm curious with the other guys in the studio. Any of you guys have a a situation where the customer just drove you crazy and and you say, you know, I can't serve this customer anymore, but I'm going to honor my word because I can serve God.
2: Anybody got a sample you want to share? Usually when that happens to me, I say, I've got a great real estate professional. His name's Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) And he would love to help you out right now. Yeah. You know, I, I remember starting out early. I mean, I, I, I'm, uh,
1: you know, commercial cleaning. That's what I do. Office pride, commercial cleaning. 26 years in my very first year. And I, I would take any job from anyone. I, I just wanted to clean and make some money to try to get home. My wife was pregnant with our first uh, she didn't want to go back to work after the baby was born. So I, w- I would find any way I could to make money, you know, just to put some food on the table, which I eventually sold my table at a yard sale because I ran out of money. But that's another story. So, anyway, I, I, I had this one customer. We cleaned their building. He asked me to clean a rental house. So I, I took that job and I'm, I'm, I'm already way over budget. I underpriced it. And the next thing you know, I'm sitting there thinking, this is, boy, this is just miserable. I'm out of my wheelhouse and I, I saved the bathroom. Or last. And I get in there and I start cleaning the brown tub. You know, back in the old days, the, the fixtures were different colors, right? Olive green, yellow brown. Well, this one I started scrubbing on it and I found it wasn't brown, it was yellow. And so I thought, oh my goodness, you got to be kidding me. And I didn't have any of the right tools I needed. And did so did you have gloves, Todd? I had, I had my gloves on okay. and with the elbow grease. I said, I said, God, I can't serve this customer anymore. One, I'm already, you know, losing money. But I did, make, I did make a commitment. I'm going to honor my word. And God, I'm going to clean this tub for you. And I gave that tub the best shining it had ever had. And uh, so, you know, that's an example. Sometimes we want to work for Christ. Have you ever, any of you guys ever felt that Where You know, I'm God, I'm serving you here. I'm, I'm done serving this customer.
4: Jeremy? Yeah, so, um, you know, managing properties, it uh, can be quite challenging sometimes with tenants that you have to deal with. So. I guess they're clients in, in some fashion because the property never pays the bills. People sure. do, and so it's just been an, an opportunity to always just put on that smiling face. And you know, I'm just a, I'm just a, kind of that mediator. You know, they 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 lay it on me, and then it's my you know my opportunity to deal with it or or take it to the owner or whatever we, t- we decide to do. But really, they I've had a lot of times where they they've told me like we just appreciate the communication and, and everything that you do, and they know you know it it's it's all coming on me, but it's, you know, I'm just working essentially for someone else and in, in their assets. So it can be, it can definitely be difficult. Um, there's a lot of variables that go into it, but it's just always keeping that, that, that faith close. And uh, I just thankful for my parents, the way I was raised, very patient, calm. I, you'll probably rarely see me uh, ever get irritated. And so it's just, I think it's just been a part of that. How yeah. I was raised and, and the biblical background, being able to just, it just comes naturally. Yeah,
1: well, that's a good example. You know, Jim always talks about how a lot of times in the workplace, uh, whether it's our office where we work or either maybe the customers and clients we deal with, we may be the only Jesus these people ever see. And if we've actually made it known that, hey, we're a Christ follower, uh, they, they almost tend to judge God sometimes by the way we act. And if we can demonstrate gracious words and love and things like that, <clears throat> it makes a huge difference in their interest, even in the God. We serve, right? All right. So, Evan, what about you? Any example uh, over there on you? Any any tough situation you ever found yourself in where you thought, you know, I'm going to do this for God?
4: It was a Green Beret story.
1: <laughs> you got the great uh, radio uh, voice, too, man. I, I, you know, I don't know whenever, if any of those stories would fit inside that uh, inside that box. Man, don't you wish you had a radio voice like everyone? Uh, it, you know, of course, the joke is you got a radio face, too, right? Uh, no, really, he's, he's the best-looking guy here, right? I'll, I'll give him that. You can look him up. All right. Uh, everyone, anything to share?
3: Actually, yes. Uh, so, in, in my industry, I deal with two clients. Like Many people do deal with multiple sides of uh, the table, and, and we deal. With investors who want to invest in our products, and then we deal with the people that want to use our products. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a recent uh, scenario, uh, which really allowed my faith to shine out, there was a uh, the really, really bad mess. Uh, looks like it looked like uh, there was a lot of money that was going to be lost. Um, and since I am the point man yeah. on that, it's my responsibility. Um, so I live by three core values. One of those is communication. Extreme ownership and an attitude of gratitude. That's good. And so, when things started to fall fall down, very my default mechanism to go to was extreme ownership, which is a great book, by the way. Uh, if you've never read it, definitely speaks to some good business mentality. Uh, and so, I've had to own that, and a lot of the uh, investors uh, through this period of trial uh, were very impressed. And I continually pointed up, So "It's it's by God's grace that this is coming back together." So.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I tell you, we've uh, we've been talking to young Christian professionals. And we've got Robert Pellini on the, the phone. Robert, thanks for sticking around with us. And, uh, man, we really appreciate uh, all you're doing out there. And, I mean, you're really on the front lines in the real estate. So, thank you. Thanks for taking the time, calling in today. And we're talking to young Christian business professionals right here in the Tampa Bay market. Okay, let's get right back to it. So, we we left the last segment of our show and uh, Edwin, you brought up a good thing. You were kind of, we are talking about uh, when we're working with, uh, say, frustration, uh, certain customers, and maybe we get to a point where we we just can't serve them anymore, but we're going to do it for God. We've made the commitment, and sometimes we just do things because, hey, ultimately, we do work for God, right? We're ambassadors of Christ here in the marketplace. So I'm just curious, uh, uh, like when you're really stressed out at work, I mean, I think that's when people do kind of look at us and they they're gonna look and see how we handle stress, and I know uh, for me, I, I have to go home, kind of raise my arms up, and just and just start praying. And God, you know, what is it that you want me to do? I'm all I'm trying to do is represent here, you here in this business on this planet. Uh, how do you want me to respond to this situation? So I'm just kind of curious with you guys. Uh, how do you guys respond when you find yourself in a stressful situation at work? Because you know people are watching you,
3: right? And uh, so, Evelyn, what would how do you respond when you, you find yourself under stress at work? Well, I th- thank you very much for that, Todd. The The Lord has been teaching me significantly the power of your spouse in your mm. life. And, you know, being from my past in the military and what I did in the military, it was very, um, hey, you you lead from the front. You make your decision. You go with it. And uh, and and that's your commitment. And what I have learned through a lot of prayer and a lot of discipline from the lord is that you know including your wife who he has given to you if you are married um, and if you're not then this is why prayer prayerfully considering and seeking the lord's face and providing you the wife that he has he has mm. made for you is so important because because he has placed her in my life my wife is even though she has no clue what I do I mean if i asked her what is it that I do and she would I have no clue yeah However, the wisdom that he has given her mm-hmm. in helping me work through scenarios work through hard times, it, it's you can't measure it. it right. You really can't. And yeah. so seeking your wife's uh, advice, seeking your wife's uh, thoughts, and then absolutely in prayer.
1: Sure. I use the word discernment. I mean, I, what is it? What is it about our wives? God gave them like this extra ability to discern. You know, we, we can be like we think we're the smartest people in the world and we go home <laughs> and we share something. And it's like in two minutes, you know, my wife will say something like, Are you kidding me? That's not fair. I mean, I've been thinking about this all day. Two minutes, you've got the answer. You've got this uh, extra bit of discernment. So um, that's powerful, man. I I appreciate you sharing that. And and, uh, certainly uh, uh, God has uh, blessed me with a, a wonderful wife with that discernment. You know, we're all supposed to seek wisdom, understanding, sound judgment, and discretion, right? And uh, so we seek that and the Proverbs 3, 21 through 24 tells us that, you know, then we can, we can walk uh, without, we will not stumble. We can walk in safety that our, uh, we can lay down without fear at night. In other words, and, yeah. and we can, uh, and our sleep will be sweet. So we don't have to worry about things and stressing out all night, but boy, I tell you discernment and, and seeking that from our spouse. And, and I, I have found a good time to really leverage that is when you're interviewing for a key position in your company, Mm -hmm. take your spouse with you, take them out to dinner and just get your spouse discernment on that. So lots of great things there. What about you, Jeremy? What do you do when you're uh, stressed out at work and you know, how you try to set a good example of kind of
4: still, even though you're stressed out, putting God first. Yeah. So it's really just been just like Edwin mentioned, uh, having just a really, strong foundation with my wife, just super blessed that she came into my life and kind of got me back on track, even though I was, you know, raised in a, a Christian home. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just, you know, things that happen. So it's been just a lot of prayer and, and getting her thoughts on things, too. It's, it's just really helpful to have a, a second piece of input and knowing, um, you know, if, if a door's supposed to be open, it's going to be open. If it's not, it's going to be closed. And so I think a lot of my kind of calmness just comes from if it's if it's meant to be like God God's in control and if it's meant to be it's going to happen if it's not then there's I'm supposed to learn from this yeah, somehow yeah. so being able to sit down when something's not going right or after the fact when it didn't go as planned and say well, what can I learn from this or what was God trying to show me through that point? so
1: do you ever do you ever say that at work I mean around your uh your staff or your employees to say well maybe this wasn't God's will for us as a company or do, do they know that you kind of lean on God for those things
4: yeah I, I try to be as open as I can about it. And especially, uh, you know, so much of a business operates around social media. So just putting it out there and not being afraid to, to talk about it and, uh, and just show that's kind of my stance on things. And so it's, it's, it's never been um, pushed away as far as from anybody that I've interacted in with. Um, but it, it takes an active kind of intention to yeah. make sure when that, when that right questions asked that you respond with the right kind of, you know, putting God first and not trying to take, trying to take the credit or making sure that it's, the proper response to kind of open that door a little bit more yeah. on the faith. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I mean,
1: I would think it's a competitive edge in business if you can get a handle on stress, because generally speaking, most people don't have a handle on it and, and stress is running You know, a lot of times, a lot of people, business is running them rather than them yep. running their business. So if you can get a, a handle on stress and certainly God's word has a lot to say about it, God, God didn't create us to carry the stress that we have. Yep. And I believe a lot of the, the bad witness that, Christians oftentimes have is because they're like stressed out in their personal life and now they're taking it out on somebody else. And oh. now whoever that is, doesn't want anything to do with the God they serve. So, you know, wh- what a powerful topic to be able to talk about and share with each other as young Christian businessmen. So, so Nathan, I'm wondering about you. What, how do you, when you find yourself stressed out in, in situations, and I know you've been in situations where you've had to work with the public a lot. I mean, how, how do you, how do you do that?
2: You know, I think the, the first thing I always do is just I step back and just be quiet and try to ask God, what do you want me to learn from the situation? Because that's that instant frustration or that instant anger. I know in my position, in my field, you know, sometimes you'll be, you know, courting a client for six, eight weeks longer and, and everything just looks like it's green light after green light after green light and they're all excited and they're ready to, you know, to do business and then it's just like something happens, it doesn't work out and you're like, Lord, I spent all this time, what, what? You know what was I supposed to learn from this, and and sometimes it's just to to be uh, to be thankful and just say, God, thank you for maybe maybe this wasn't supposed to be the client I was supposed mm-hmm. to have, um, and I think the other side of it too is uh, you know you have existing clients, and I heard this in one of our. Um, our CBMC teachings, monthly teachings, you were doing the, the business teaching, and you said, why would God bless you with new clients if you can't service the ones that you have? Sure, right. And so mm-hmm. sometimes a lot of our frustration in our industries will come from existing clients, and you think, man, I'm doing all this work, and it's really not generating any revenue, and I've got you know all these new clients I want on board or do this and that. And uh, But sometimes it's just, you know, that, that was a, a big answer for me. It's what, what should I learn out of all of this? But why would God bless you with new clients if you can't service the ones that you have? Yeah, and just yeah. taking that extra mile and so a lot of times I'll just, I'll sit back, I'll relax. And especially with my existing clients, to say, thank you, God, for what you have blessed me with. How can I make, you know, make their lives better? How can I uh, increase their portfolio? What can I do for them? Or what am I missing out on and just service them? And and then the next thing you know, it's just like a, 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 the green light opens up or the windows of heaven open up and you're getting that client that you wanted to get. And oh, yeah. so it's just, sometimes you just, it's learning and trusting God. It's parable of the talents. I mean, it's yeah. right,
1: right from scripture, right? I mean, God, how can you ask God to trust you with a bigger business if you're not taking care of the one that you have? Uh, uh, so it's it's um, it's scriptural. I see it with our franchisees. I mean, we help people start, grow and own commercial cleaning businesses through the Office Pride brand. And you'll see people early on when they first start, they'll say, oh, I'm praying for more customers. But I'm, I'm thinking, well, you've got to take good care of the ones you have if you expect God to bless you with more. It's it's scriptural and, and I see that on play all the time.
2: But I will add in this too, um, you know, for our young professional group, being around those young businessmen and being able to share, you know, those frustrations at a at a confidential level, to know that you're not the only one going through that same exact frustration. Yeah. That stretches you as a businessman. It stretches you, your faith. It stretches your personal life to rise up so when the next time that same situation happens it it doesn't bother you as much or you've you've beat that level and you can go on to the next level in life and Um, so having the the group of believers around you and, but sometimes it's not even you sharing what you're going through, just hearing someone else. Sometimes it just makes you laugh inside. Just like, wow, I'm not alone here. And this guy's going through the same thing in his business and, and, and to hear how the group works through it and how we help him out and you get ideas and it just, it works. Sure. It's a lot cheaper to learn from somebody else's experience (laughs) than to go through it yourself sometimes. So
1: got 30 seconds before I need to wrap up the show. One of you guys just, what would you say uh, to someone who's considering becoming a part of a CBMC and Young Professionals?
2: Any, would you would you recommend it? Yeah, you need, to, you need to jump on board and, you know, your faith is going to be stretched. Your, your business life, your personal life, everything's going to be stretched uh, in the right way. And you're going to meet a, a bunch of believers that are going to help you in your career and in life.
1: Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, listen, as we... Uh, as we come to the end of our show here at the I Work For Him show, I just want to, first of all, thank all the listeners out there. There's a great audience out there. It's always fun to hear from you guys. And, and thanks for putting up with me as a, a fill-in host for Jim Brangenberg today. And and when you get home today, you know, please take some time to go to our IWorkForHim.com website and join the I Work For Him nation. And we've got an army of soldiers out there that are praying for coworkers, and we would love for you to be a part of that. Our workplace is our mission field. And in the mission field, we may be the only Jesus that our coworkers and our employees ever know. That could be you. You may be the only Jesus your coworker ever knows. If you're waiting for that next job, ask yourself Am I doing what God's uh, put me here for? He may have you there for a reason. You've been listening to the I Work for Him show with your guest host, Todd Hopkins. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace is my mission field, and I work for him.